Hi, everybody. I'm Sunny, and this is We Gotta Talk, a live weekly digital talk show and podcast where we like to dig deep. Real talk, big topics. Now, let's dig in. Give us your official bio, your story, how you ended up where you are. So, yeah, because it's kind of crazy. I was a tax accountant. <laughs> wow, so, are you serious? Yeah, so it's like um, I'm always going to have a job, death and taxes, right? So yeah. I'll be okay. <laughs> That's awesome. But, um, yeah, so I was a tax manager. But, you know, ever since I was a kid, uh, spirit was talking to me or I could tune into people. I could just know things. And I really thought everyone could do that. I, I just thought everyone was going around talking to people's uh, dead loved ones. And it wasn't until I was older, like some crazy, crazy stuff happened that, I mean, just so weird. And I was like, you know, I think there's something more. <laughs> yeah, I think tell so, us what happened. You know? Like, what was weird? Because I think everybody has had maybe an experience where they felt something or seen something, but what yeah. was crazy? One uh, thing in particular was I was studying for the CPA exam, and I was in a townhome. So I shared, you know, we shared a wall. And in the next unit was a man about 55. His mother had passed away a few months before. And I didn't really know him too well. He he was a little odd, to be honest. And he kind of drank a lot. So I just kind of stayed away. But I was studying. And then all of a sudden, my heart started pounding like, like a heart attack. And I heard a woman say, Randy's, Randy's dying, call for help. And in my ear. And so I grabbed the neighbor and I said, Hey, I think Randy's in trouble and we have a cement wall. So I jumped over the wall. He had a sliding back door and it was unlocked. I run into this man's house. <laughs> so Here's someone I never talked to. I just run into his run upstairs, run into his bedroom. I mean, I'm totally creeping out at the moment and he wasn't in this town home. So now I am thinking I am crazy. Like I am just going, what is going on with you? And the neighbor ended up telling him. So that made it really awkward. And then two weeks later, I was getting the same thing, the same exact thing. So now you would think I would just shut myself up, right? You would think, girl, <laughs> you just do you. You do you. Study. Head down, Colby. Right, yeah. That's it, right? <laughs> No, I call 911. So I like up, I, I up the ante here and two police officers come and they said, you know, do you want us to, the, the sliding glass door was locked because apparently Randy knows I like to break in. So he locked it <laughs> and the officers say, do you want us to break down the door? And I said, no, you can't do that. Um, but there was a tiny little window uh, and I said, let's go through the window. And the officers were like, look, we're not going to fit. We can lift you up if you're willing to go through that window. And I said, do it. And they lifted me up, put me through this window. I, uh, it's a bathroom, I guess. They got down, went around the corner to the living room in a recliner. There is Randy, eyes wide open, staring right at me, passed away. Oh my and I God. was like, holy cow. And... I go over to the sliding glass door and it was just very real. And I just hear her say, thank you. He's not alone. And I just open up the sliding glass door, let the officers in. And, you know, because of the circumstances, you know, they do an autopsy and he had passed from a heart attack. That's how oh, he had died. Gosh. So that's why. Do you think that first one was like a signal or a sign telling a premonition. you? Yes, yeah. A premonition. Yes, a premonition a premonition. And so it was really crazy. Now that's, that's crazy. That's not just like seeing a shadow in the corner of your living room. Yeah. And then we, uh, uh, he had a, I guess, I think it was like a cousin who came into town to help clean out the town home. So I, we helped them a couple of neighbors. Right. And then just right there, as I was moving something, there was like this cutout coin that I knew was for me. 
and it was cut out of an angel and it says like angel on my shoulder or something. And I still have it to this day. And I know that that was like a thank you from his mother of, oh my I just gosh. know it. And I still have it. And this was like maybe 10 years ago, something like that. Oh, that is crazy. Yeah. So like it's weird, right? Like weird stuff happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can only imagine what it's like to, to live with that gift and to like have to, is it like something you turn on and off or is it just a constant stream of ghostly chatter or spiritual chatter, if you will? So it's, it's not that I turn it off, but there are t when I, I'm at a place now where I'm not working. Um, right. And so what happens with that means is that the channel gets turned to static. So there's yeah. always static and, and they're always kind of chatting with me or talking with me. And that doesn't mean that they won't pull rank and make me read for someone when I'm not working. I mean, they're, they're the boss, right? So there That's are crazy. times. Yeah. Okay. There are times. I, I, can we read me? Can we, can we take a minute to do that before we get into, I do want to ask you about some generalized predictions. Yeah, this definitely. past year has been crazy. And I kind of want to talk about, what's in store generally. I want to talk about us tapping into our own intuitive powers, but I want to start here because I'm like freaking out a little bit because as yeah. we started, we, I go to record and this thing leapt off of the table and crashed into the wall. Yeah. So, so I don't crazy. know what, yes. what's happening. Yeah. It, and it is really interesting because I do feel for you, um, I do feel there's a male in spirit for you. And I feel that this male... I feel that this would be your grandfather because I feel like his wife. So it's a grandmother and grandfather, I believe to be in spirit together. Right. And I feel like they give me a sense where they would have been close to you. Right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. this grandmother gives me a sense. I feel like she had a sense of style. So mm -hmm. I feel like she would look nice. Her hair was done just a really like, beautiful like a beautiful face i feel like and just also completely like loving and nurturing right so does this make sense so far yes it does okay absolutely and and she and she and her husband were, were like always together i feel like they were like two peas in a pod they've been together like since they were so young and so i feel like them being together on the other side is really, really special, right? I have a feeling he passed before her um, because I feel like she was taking care of him. Uh, so I think, he, I guess he had cancer because I feel like uh, she was taking care of him. So does that make sense? Yeah, you know, he had cancer and didn't tell anybody, Colby. He yeah, yeah, very prideful. And, and it's like, because at this, also at this time though, I feel like when he had it though, they weren't as advanced um, in, in the procedures or like it wasn't curable. There was something about it that it couldn't be fixed. So why worry everybody? It's like mm -hmm. he wanted to make the most of it. And so I feel like he took that time. And it was weird too, in a way, because like he wanted more family gatherings. He wanted to be around the grandbabies more. Um, and so his wife was like, wow, he's kind of turned a whole new leaf. I love. So she didn't, she didn't understand it either. It wasn't until um, he really started to lose weight. And she was like, she knew something was off. That's to me is when it, that's what they're letting me know. Right. And, um, yeah. But they, they give me, um, they give me a feeling. It's like, also, I think she just, she didn't even like really get mad at him for not telling. I feel like she just had so much respect for him that, yeah. uh, you know, he's the man of the house and this is what he chose for us. And, and I'm going to accept it. Like, I just really feel like that's how bonded they are. Right. Mm -hmm. And they give me a sense too, like I, I really get the feeling from him that he, he was very down to earth. Um, and I don't really feel too fancy. I really don't. Like, I feel like, uh, this is it. I'm going to be like out on the land. <laughs> he was a, a farm or a land or something. Yes. His parents. Okay. 
he came over. Would you want me to tell you stuff? Yeah, yeah, tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my grandfather immigrated from Italy. They had a date farm in a small town in Italy and came over. And when he came to America and, of course, raised my mom amongst his other children, they had the most bountiful garden. Like we would go down and we would pick tomatoes and eat them off the vine. I mean, like literally hands in the dirt all the time. This is crazy. He was a true, like he would eat dandelions from the backyard. Like before it was a cool thing thing to do. He had dandelion salads, you know? Yes. Yeah. Also, I don't know what he, he mentioned seeds, like sunflower seeds. So I don't know if he had a habit of eating seeds or like sunflower seeds. Do you remember that? A little bit. Do you remember? Either like eating seeds or showing you off of a flower. Hey, do you know you can use this part of the flower or something like this? Well, when we would eat the tomatoes, all that we look at the seed. I mean, like we'd eat them like apples. So I would always be like, oh, look at this is a real ripe one. Or I mean, like we were, it was like the tomato seeds. Like we were literally eating like in the garden. I would go down with the salt shaker, eat, take a little salt, eat some more. I mean, so that to me is like. Exactly. I wonder too, he, he shows me a, uh, like a rocking chair. So would you, would you know if there was a porch, uh, with a chairs on the porch and then I don't know if it's like a cigar or a pipe, but he just gives me a sense of like liking to kick back at the end of the long day. You know, he's not a real big, not a real big TV guy. Like he's much more like, let me just sit outside. Let me oh just Oh my God, enjoy. no, this is making so much sense. He, he hated air conditioning. He would sit on his glider on the porch. Yes. And I would say, Pap, go inside. It's 1995, we have air conditioning. And he's like, <laughs> I don't like it, it's too cold. He sat there on his rickety long, it was like a sofa glider and would yeah, rock yeah. himself to sleep on the porch. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, That's you wild. know, yeah. Does he have any like messages for, or, or anyone else that's coming through, like, what are, do they um, see the future? Do they have messages for me or, or well, anyone? Well, I feel like they don't, I, I feel like they do have messages, but they're not really predicting your future, right? But they do have messages. What, there's a couple things that I'm getting around, so I just want to kind of, um, they're, they're giving me a little bit, I don't, I know this sounds so, the, the name, is there a Ja name? Not Giuseppe, because that might just be two, but there's a Ja name. Do you understand that name for someone? It could be a George or a J. It's Ja. So I want it could be in the living or in spare or a middle name. My daughter's nickname is Chacha, and she was named after him. That's that's okay. This is it. This is what I was getting at because. Um, he was giving me this and he knows this and it makes him extremely proud, but it also makes me extremely proud of the mother that you are, because I feel like it's like you're constantly teaching the kids, um, about like their own, their own, um, what's important and, and teaching them the morals. Like, it's like, all of these things, I feel like he loves how you're laying the groundwork for them. But he also mm-hmm. loves how you have a lot of fun with them. So I feel like, you know, you really do take time to have fun with them. I feel like this trip, um, if I'm correct, I feel like I'm going somewhere warm. So would that make sense where my my trip is warm, this vacation we're taking? Well, we're we're going home water. back to like... My water or something. Mm-hmm. No, no water, but we're going back home to my hometown. We're going back to Pittsburgh and I'm bringing the kids and it's like a whole trip where we do see, this is like the time of year where they see their, all my big extended family is there. So this is our yearly trip where we go up and we see all the family up there. Okay. And there's not Mm -hmm. a lake, there's not a lake nearby or or something about a lake that you're doing? Well, we used to fish on the lake all the, he had a pontoon boat. Okay, there we go. Yeah. I mean, so- we're not going to go there this time. Oh my gosh. Oh, yes. okay. Okay. So we, that's, we, we would fish. Yes. Like yes, we would okay. catch, um, what were there? Bluegill, bluegill okay. in the lake. <laughs> and he had a little, you know, a trailer camp yeah. and we would go up and fish and hang out. And he would always say, you're so patient, Sonny. You're so yeah. patient. You wait for the fish to come to you. That's how you do it. And everyone else was crazy. And I would just sit there with my little line. Yes. <laughs> just yes. keep casting out. Yeah. So he, he gives me, he gives me this around you. And, and I just feel like for you, there feels to be a lot of, um, 
when I tune into upcoming changes, there is this sense of both your parents are still in the living. Am I correct, Sonny? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like he gives me a sense to, of, uh, I feel like be actually being close to both parents, both your grandparents are close to both your parents. So yes. I feel like your dad really fit into the mix, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. And, yes. And, and, and I feel like, you know, your parents to me still feel really good. I feel like they still feel healthy and they feel strong, which is really good. Um, I also feel like, I wonder if it's your dad also likes the, either the outdoors or keeping the yard. Like, I feel like there's something about the yard and keeping it looking good. And, you know, your grandfather really likes this as well. Like, you know, he likes a clean yard. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so, yes, my dad's like favorite thing to do is to go mm -hmm. back up to Pittsburgh for the summer. We have a giant backyard with the yeah. riding mower. And just like my pap, yeah. he was very deliberate about how he kept his home. My yeah. dad is very similar. He's very, everything in the house is just so. The landscaping, the yard, yeah. it's like his little domain. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So they give me that. So I feel like your your parents are good. Um, it's really interesting though. There is something around, uh, I mean, could I go into you personally? Is this yeah, okay? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Okay, okay. There's, um, there's something about relationship for you. Okay. So I feel like within your marriage, I feel like you're married. Am I correct, Sonny? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like with this marriage, it's, I feel like this, your husband, um, really gives me a sense of like really being a strong partner in a way that he gives you freedom. And I, I mean that it, what I mean by that is like, you know, there's a sense of him never tries to shut down your soul, never tries to quiet you. It's like, do you know how some partners can do yeah. that? Like they, they kind mm -hmm. of try to pull. It's like, I feel like he is just almost encourages you to go in the opposite direction. Like, Sonny, you could do more. Sonny, there's this for you. Sonny, there's that for you. Like, I feel like, supportive. yeah. and I also feel like even with the family unit, he's extremely supportive, you know, will really help you know, with the kids or really help with the yes. house. Like, I yes, feel like, so you know, involved. he's very, very modern, kind of very modern thinking, modern man, even though he is extremely busy and really like works on his own thing, builds his own business. Like, I really feel like, you know, it's like he works extremely hard to maintain that balance. And yeah. I feel like he knows how important it is to, give you attention and to give you kind of what you need. And he's also romantic. Like I do feel like he brings you flowers. Um, so I feel like he still remembers to kind of be romantic, you know? Yeah. He's a good, I have to say, yeah, he's got a good balance of being stepping in. Like he'll pack, he packs the kids lunches every day for school. Yeah, yeah. I said, I feel like not as great of a mom. Like I, I, but he, he does it and helps and wants to help. So I'm like, okay, you know, he empties the yeah. dishwasher. He's very modern in that way. I always joke. Our generation has completely changed the game. My, my father was not like that on that to that extent. And I know yeah. that my grandparents weren't either. So it's a, he's amazingly supportive in that way for sure. Yeah. And I feel like the, you two is, it's interesting because I feel like, so is it that you have two children, Sonny? Is this right? We have three. Okay. What I was getting around it was, um, I feel like at some point we were considering another at some point we were like, Hey, do we have another, but I feel like you, I don't know. To me, it feels like, Hey, I think we're good. I feel like this is where we want to be. This is our family mm -hmm. unit. So I mm -hmm. feel like maybe, you know, we've moved past that kind of decision-making. Um, does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, it is. Our third was okay. a total and complete surprise. Yeah, Two was the number that we always thought, but we got our bonus baby and she is amazing. And I'm just like, we're good. Yeah. Although I yeah, always, I always talk about being sad that those days are done. So, yeah, yeah. But I feel but I like, think, yeah, yeah. I feel like for you guys, this is, you know, I feel like we're, we're there with the family unit and I feel like now it's like everybody's getting settled into their personality and to their mm -hmm. role in the family. So it feels to me to be really, really good. I do feel for you, Sonny, that 
there are some business opportunities stepping forward. So I'm not sure if you've been working on your own product line or a design line. There's something to me that I feel like you are creating something and putting it out there uh, that you're going to be sharing that other people, I feel like it's not just the, the personality aspect. There's like a, a, a tangible product someone's going to oh. be able to get from you. So I, I feel so. like, yeah, so I feel in like it works, but go ahead. You'll see in the next, in the next year or two, it's, it's like once these kids are a little older, just a little bit more, it's like, you're going to see, you're going to go, Oh, wait a second. I feel like this is really needed out there, or this is going to be really great. And you're going to create it and you're going to put it out and you got to make sure you tag me when you do, but it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be really cool and something you really enjoy. Oh gosh. I sure hope so. I would love to get into that element of, of creation. It really could be. And it's like, I can't quite figure it because I feel like it's so diverse, but I kind of feel like it's something pretty, like it could be jewelry or clothing or, uh, you know, a beauty product. But to me, it's something where it's pretty. Like I keep hearing the word pretty. <laughs> I, do, I have a total beauty product junkie. So if yeah. there's anything, it's in that realm for sure. Yeah. It's either that or you're becoming a spokesperson for a beauty product. But there's something here where you're becoming the face of the next thing. Ooh, from your lips to God's ears, all the face cream I could use for the rest, <laughs> for the rest of my life. Colby. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And then there is something around your home as well. So I feel like with your home, it's either that we're purchasing a second home um, or we're expanding. To me, there's a change in home. Yeah. We're doing next year. We're, we're planning some remodeling and like yeah. redecorating and things. Yeah. 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 It's going to be great. I feel like it's going to look good. It's going to be great. And you're oh, doing cool. it in a way that really opens, opens it up more is what I'm seeing. You're like, Hey, wait a second. We, we can remove this wall and we could kind of change these colors. So, and I feel like it's great because it's going to give the kids more room. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely have destroyed what we have so far. So it is just like a, a complete redo of, mm -hmm. of pretty much everything downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like it's going to look good and it's going to feel good to you. Any questions oh, you want to ask me? No, I just want to know, you know, I do want to ask you some generalized questions about connecting with spirit, but me specifically, I just wanted to know if anyone, any other family members are coming through and, and have any advice or any I don't <laughs> want predictions. Cause I don't like want to know. I don't know what I'm know when I'm going to die or what I'm going to die of. I don't know if that actually comes through, but okay. I want to know, or does it, am I going to die? No, no, <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah. You don't want to talk to someone that's predicting your passing for sure. You know, no. I mean, who no. would want to know no. that? I no. don't want to know that. <laughs> does it come through? Is anything coming through though for real on there? No, no. But if okay. it, you know, it, it, it really almost never does. If it does, then the person usually already knows it or I will tell yeah. them, but, but no, uh, uh, I mean, okay. they're, they're not going to do that to me or to you. Right. You Ooh, know, no, I hope not. Oh my gosh. No, that would I be mean, terrifying. Yeah. But there are, you know, there are times where I will know someone either has a terminal disease, but they already know it when they're coming to me or yeah. that someone I'll get a feeling like I had one, one client where we were on a call and her dad had ALS, but was still relatively healthy, you know, was okay. It's still pretty young. And I said, I feel like you should go see your dad this weekend. And she said, oh, I was going to, but I didn't think I was, I, you know, I don't, I don't really feel like I, I'm going to drive down there. And I, I just kept hearing you should go see him. I said, well, you really should go see him. And she's like, yeah. Okay. You know, I'll, I'll go Colby since you said to go. Well here he was in the hospital, but he was expected to come out. Like he was coming out. That's why she wasn't going to go down. Mm -hmm. And she drove down and apparently he had an infection that what turned the worst. And he, she was, he passed while she was there. She, she got to be with him. So, oh so sometimes that comes in like that. 
Um, yeah. But certainly I'm not always going to know by any means. Um, but if something does come in, I certainly share it. So oh, now God. is there for me, um, I feel like there are a few other loved ones. So I'm not sure if there's someone specific you want me to tune into. There is someone a little younger, like not as old when they pass away from me for you. Um, so I feel like, would you happen to have an aunt on the other side or a woman on the other side that's like not as old when she passes? Mm, an uncle. Very okay. Okay. Would you understand with this uncle though? Um, this would, I feel like maybe this was a quick passing, Some, something like um, just qu quit, turn of events. Turn of events. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Because I feel like things almost like the person, right? We're on the road to recovery and then boom, it, it's like it, yeah. it goes. Um, and I feel like with him, I feel like though, maybe prior to this, either he had some issues with his chest or his heart breathing. There's something here with him. Do you understand that? Yeah. He had um, a sort of a chronic spine issue like and, okay. and, and couldn't walk what couldn't walk for some time and so we were under the impression that that would be the extent of it and then there were some other complicating medical factors and infection that's right see so isn't it so let me explain to you see how i told you that story about the father who got the infection yeah. and it took a turn for the worse yes that's your that's your uncle already there kind of giving me the inspiration to tell the story because he's already there and then coming forward. Like it's like that. So, yeah. so, um, as a side note, so I'll go back to your uncle, but as a side note, when you hear a song and it makes you think of a loved one, that loved one is already there. They're the ones who gave you the song, right? They're the ones who gave, that's why they're, that's why you're receiving it. Or if you see a bird or a butterfly, whatever the sign is, so when you see it, it's like you think that you're doing it first. Ooh, this makes me think of so-and-so. And it's in reverse. They're already there, and they're giving you the inspiration to think of them. So tell me that, because everybody's like, oh, you know, when you see a cardinal or when you see a butterfly or when you see right. whatever, um, are those actual spirit visits? All I mean, they can't all be, right? Like not every bird we see is going to be a loved one, but like, there is something though, right? About the right moment of looking up and seeing something like, do you believe in that? Well, is that real? A hundred percent. And what I believe it's not exactly like if I see a hummingbird to me, it's not, it's not my relative embodying the hummingbird. It's my loved one sending the hummingbird as a sign to say, I'm with you and I'm around you. Right. I don't think the hummingbird is the loved one. I sure. don't. Sure. I do feel like they certainly have the energy and the ability to send it because what happens is think about it. They can't just walk up to you uh, as we, as a ghost, if we want to say, mm -hmm. right. You, they would scare the bejesus out of you. Right. You make, mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Right. Um, or your logical mind won't allow it. So how do they get to your consciousness? How do they get for you to notice? They'll send you things that you would normally recognize that wouldn't freak you out. So whether it's a corn and it doesn't, it could be anything. Yes, we use butterflies or birds or coins, but it, it could be anything. I mean, you could make it anything you want. It's whatever allows you to connect to, I mean, for you, for your grandfather, it literally could be tomatoes, right? If that's, or, <laughs> or a pontoon boat, like randomly a picture on Facebook or on a river, whatever it is. So it's just knowing, um, it's just knowing that that sign or symbol is for you and that they're already sending it. And is it an energetic thing where this person, this former person now spirit exists? Is, is there a physicality to the energy of someone when they pass I, that can yes. influence that animal or that? Like, what is it that like connects that makes that domino effect? Well, I feel like you de there definitely is a presence, right? Energy, energy it can be, to me, what's interesting is energy is uh, kind of thick for me, right? Like you can, I can literally, so when I feel spirit come in, I, I feel the person come in. The, the physical body, in my opinion, the physical body 
anchors us into the physical world. That's why you have a physical body. All right. It anchors you into the physical world. Your ego, your ego mind, that's, you know, whether it's positive or negative, the big ego, the little ego, meaning the one that self-doubt, inner chatter, or the one that's feeling confident. But the ego also locks you into the physical realm. So it's your ego and your physical body keep you in the physical realm. When you transition, you lose the ego and you lose the physical body. So your soul, your spirit is still very much around, but now it's kind of floating, if we should say. It's not anchored. Do you believe in heaven? Do you believe in a destination for that spirit? I believe in heaven. Um, I, I do believe that there is a heaven. I believe it's just part of the total experience though. I believe spirit could be around here and even this could be heaven for them, right? It's our ego lower, right? Think about it. Our ego in the physical world, lower vibration. This Mm -hmm. is this higher vibration is heaven. That's spirit. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, earth, physical plane, ego, heaven, higher vibration, soul connection, so that to me is the heaven. But I do believe that that we are all connected. I believe that there is a power beyond all of us. And that power is so strong that it can pull us together, that it can send us messages. It could guide us for sure. So God, essentially? Like a, a collective? God. A, a collective. God. A God. So, And to me, I do feel like that's why God can show you who they are in so many different ways, right? It's whether, think about it, whether it's a hummingbird, a monarch, a coin, right? So God could be any, it's how you see it. And it's all okay. That that's why it transforms because it's what you need to believe. It's what, oh, that makes sense. So it's almost like we're all seeing our own personal interpretation of- Everything, it's all our perspective. Yes, our God. What do you tell people who've lost loved ones who really struggle to reconcile? And I know you just said, you know, your personal definition of a spirit's destination isn't necessarily heaven. But what do you tell someone who's lost someone dear to them who asks you, Colby, where could this where could my loved one be now? Right. Well, most times they're right around them as they're talking to me and asking about them. They're like right there. They're to your left, to your right. What? <laughs> they That's are. Crazy. And yeah, but you know, that doesn't mean that they can, you know, again, our, our logical mind, our ego mind wants to put them in one specific place and they can't, we can't fathom that their ability to transform and, and travel you know, they could be everywhere and anywhere at once, right? We There are no limits. So what I do feel do like- they feel like about, and, and we'll come back because I'm sorry yeah, to interrupt you. Ahead. I have to go ask ahead. you this. So I'm thinking about it from the experience of being that spirit or being that person who's passed. So assuming they do in whatever form of spirit exist um, in this mutable kind of form, you were just saying the ability to- for lack of a better term, sort of move. What do you think they're feeling? And we always ask this question of, do we connect with our past loved ones when we cross over too? Yeah. Is there, we do? Yeah. So what happens, what I believe happens is, first of all, our loved ones, so when you when you transition, you still have work to do. We call it soul work, right? You, you know, it is a graduation. So I do believe you know, unfortunately, there are tragic passings or there's young people that pass. There are passings that are violent, traumatic, uh, p- that don't make sense. I can't make sense for every passing because, you know, it's sometimes it's just so horrific. However, I do believe that that soul somehow, whatever they were meant to learn in the physical realm, they have learned and they are allowed to graduate. So it's like a graduation. So I do believe that transit transition is graduation. Then just as you have life lessons, right? You needed to go through th- certain things, your ups, your downs, your disappointments, your failures, your successes, taking chances on the soul level, there's soul work to do. 
you review, what did I do? What did I learn? What could I do differently? And you evolve. And then at some point you'll get to come back and do it again. It's not immediate and it's not within our lifetime, but you will get to come back at some point, but there, you're still working on the other side. And you know how you have fear and you have worry, anxiety, depression, none of that exists. Remember, all of that is based in the ego. Okay. It's not from your soul. You're not the right. You may feel depressed, but your soul is actually beautiful and light. So when you transition, none of those lower vibrations and struggles, none of them are there. It's just pure. It's just light. They may, if someone's bringing your loved one through, like there are times when I'll say this is how they were, but they're not like that now. So I may have someone who maybe is responsible for their own passing because they were depressed or maybe they had addiction um, issues, substances, maybe whatever the case may be. And, you know, but on the other side, they're, they're not like that. They're free. And many people, they may be confined to a wheelchair, to a bed, or may not have all their limbs. On the other side, they are whole. They are free. They're dancing. They're moving. That's crazy. And so it is a lot like some religions where it's an experience of reincarnation, you believe. It's an experience of like your soul upcycling almost. For yes, it, yeah, what yeah. happens when you, what happens when you're in your best human form you'll ever be? Just say, Colby, I get, you get reincarnated as the next mother Teresa and, or, yeah. you know, someone else who's done a ton of wonderful things in the world. Then what? You just keep going. So it's like you, you will keep evolving. And then at some point, you know, you may become, a guide for another person, a master guide, right? There's just, then, then your job on the other side would be to come in and, and help someone. You know, when you, you know, Sonny, you ever have, there's a few different things. You ever have just that nudge that you get, maybe it's an inner yeah. voice. And so there are times when that's either your intuition speaking to you or your loved one, it's going to sound like your loved one's voice. So you're going to know if it's them talking to you. Um, but if it's a voice you don't quite recognize, but you're getting that nudge, that's your guide helping you. Yeah. I've been to another, um, I spoke with another medium. I, I guess she was a medium and kind of like angel reader person yeah. who, who talked about guides and calling on them. Do we all have them and what are they doing for us and how are they different than loved ones who have passed? So loved ones who have passed are there to be by your side, right? The same right. as they are in the living. Maybe, maybe they'll offer some advice or some support. Your guide is really like your accountability coach. Okay. Your guide, think of your guide as your accountability coach. Um, when you get off track, you're going to get that nudge. You're drinking too much. You need to work out. You're getting lazy. Uh, take that chance. You're playing it safe, whatever, right? You get that nudge time to move. And you're like, it's not time to move, time to move. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, you know, and they don't always give you the why. But I would look at them as your accountability coach. And, and that's kind of a, a lot of how they work with you. How do we tap and, into that? Like if we want to hear from our guides, just say people are at a moment at a crossroads where they have a big decision or they're really struggling making a decision about something important to them. Can right. we tap into that guide? And if so, how? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things to do is to do your best to quiet your mind, quiet the chatter. So maybe, you know, try to find yourself in nature or, you know, maybe bath time. Yeah. You've got three kids, so I know it's hard to find quiet time. But if you can, that's really where you'll heal them, hear them. But one of the things is, is to set an intention. One thing you could do is if this is the right move for me, please uh, show me a butterfly and, and then just allow your awareness to expand. So to see if you see the, the butterfly and then you'll know. Oh, I love that. Cause that's, an and then, I have a, a friend who just had a, a family member pass or someone on Facebook and, and she said, I asked for a sign and I got a sign. And that to me was wild, but I feel like that absolutely happens all the time. Yes. And then one thing also I would, I would recommend is one way to know who your guide is, or at least to get a feeling is how was your house decorated? 
you know, your house, like for instance, if your house has uh, an ocean theme or a beach theme, then perhaps your guide is from Greece or, you know, Nordic or something, right? If Can you, you see were, my guide? If you were, is my guide you, in a, a hot Italian one? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, actually, I saw a lot more grounding around you, a lot more like feathers and things like that, stone and feathers and more more uh, hardy things connected to the land. But my advice is this. I don't go around telling people who their guide is. There are people, though, Sonny, that will do that. There, there are people that will do that. I don't for a specific reason. It's an extremely sacred connection. And I feel like it's yours to unveil and to discover. I may say whether it's a male or it's a female and give a little bit, but really your, your bond with them. If I give it all to you, then how are you going to build the connection to them? Right. And how do you, how do you do that? Like if you want to get to know who it is that's watching over you on the, in the spiritual world, do you just say like, guide, show yourself, show me a sign who, what do you say it out loud? Do you pray it? Like, give me some tips here. Cause I yeah, want to know who's, just who's be, hanging out. Could, yeah, I could just say, hey, you know, I'd love to know who's around me. Can you share with me who you are? You know, what do you like to do? And you'll see, like, just by gently putting it out there, you'll start to see little things. Like, for instance, how I found out who one of my guides was is I was in Massachusetts, Salem. I was at Salem, of all places, with my best friend, going into a store, and all the people around me I could hear them starting to chatter and I couldn't figure out why all of a sudden there was all this noise of people talking and they pointed out a, like this really heavy statue thing. And it was identical to my tattoo. So I'll show you my tattoo here. Look, hang on. It's, can you, can you kind of see it? Oh yeah. It's like a, is that a wolf with oh, wings? Yes. Yeah, so, right. So what happens is, it literally was that. And I was like, oh my goodness. And I was traveling and it was extremely heavy and it was expensive. So I just kind of left it there and I thought, oh, that's interesting. So I left and I was on the plane back home and it wouldn't leave me. Like you should have bought it. That was for you. Find me. And I didn't even know what it was called. So I just start kind of Googling terms and I found it. Like it was really hard to find, but I actually found the piece and then I was able to order it. And the name of the piece is called Spirit Wolf. And that's how I knew that was the name of my guy, just for me, Spirit Wolf. Then years later, I was at Big Bear and I was in one store and I heard, go out of the store, go to the next store. And my logical mind was like, I don't need anything from the store. Go into the store. I go into the store, look left, and up on the wall was a white wolf head. And I said to myself, if that thing is called spirit wolf, I am buying it. And I walk up and I ask the guy, you know, what that was or what it's called. And he goes, oh, yeah, let me see. Uh, yeah, it's called spirit wolf. And this is how much it is. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. So, you know that, but isn't that so much more fun than someone just trying to tell me, you know, who mm -hmm. it is, what mm -hmm. they are and where they're coming from. It's the same thing too. Uh, Mira Kelly. I love Mira Kelly as a past life regressionist, because mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you do a past life regression with her, she won't tell you what your past life was. She will let guide you through it, right? Because again, how a how is she going to prove it to you? But it's your experience, it's your journey. So yeah. I kind of look at it this, and how's someone going to prove that, right? It's but right, if, it, right. if you go through it, then you're allowed to trust it. You know it to be true. You feel so, it to be true, right? You feel what, it to be true. What do you see collectively for this country for the rest of 2021? We obviously are coming off of a year of tremendous loss in many regards. And the first half of the year, I think we can agree, has been a little bit of a rebuilding and a recentering. But like what's in store for the rest of the year? Yeah, I feel like it's I feel like this rebuilding is still going to go towards 
uh, the end of the year. I do feel like people, at least right now, are wanting to get out. They're wanting their vacations. They are wanting to be free. They are also really, I feel like, expressing themselves more. There is an end of kind of anger and angst a bit, right? So I feel like people are, you know, kind of coming to a place of that anger, the ang like, because th there's a bit of resentment. I feel like people have some resentment of being pent up for mm -hmm. a year yeah. and being slowed down. So I feel like people are like, Hey, I want to have fun. Life is too short. So I do feel like there's a little bit of people traveling more, doing more. Um, but I do feel like there's a bit more of a coming together as well. And I don't feel like there's quite so much, you know, who gets to the top the fastest. I think people are saying, listen, yeah. let's gather around and enjoy some right. time together. Right. Let's be a community again. Let's um, be a community. Tell us really quickly, too, before we wrap here, Colby, if people are interested in fostering that connection or even feeling a connection with those who have passed that they love, is it in yes. all of us? And and how do we how do we do that? Because we're all so desperate to feel their presence when they're physically gone. Yeah, absolutely. So everybody has an ability to tune in. You have an ability to tap into yourself and you certainly have an ability to connect to your loved ones on the other side. The key is to expand your uh, awareness. And by expanding your awareness, what I mean is there's these things called clairs. You can see, hear, feel, know, taste, and smell. Those are your senses. But when you are a psychic or a medium, those senses are heightened, right? They're stronger, mm -hmm. but you can build them. You can make them stronger. So you do that by exercising, right? It's the same as taking your physical body. In order to be stronger, you got to go to the gym. You got to expand the muscles, work them out, stretch them out. It's the same thing with your senses. So there are exercises and classes and circles. I have a book called Psychic Senses. I have it here. This book is called Psychic Senses, um, and that has a lot of tools and all in it. Online, I have some e-courses. You just watch them yourself, from intuition to psychic to mediumship. They give you some tips and, and explanations of things, um, and you can join circles. But the most important thing is to... I would say to journal, to write down, to really notice things. Don't rush mm -hmm. through life. You know, when you when you get up, even if you're walking around your neighborhood, how many different things can you notice? How can you expand your awareness? When you are going to a restaurant, be nosy, eavesdrop, mm -hmm. listen to other people, expand that hearing. And all of that is just going to start helping, helping to heighten the senses. Yeah. Sharpen your senses mm -hmm. essentially. Yes. Yes. Well, that's good. Yeah. I just know so many people who have lost ones or even yeah. have seen changes in relationships over the past year and they're just desperate to like reconnect. Well, so to know that we all have that power is, is great. Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. We all do. What are you working on lately? And tell us like about where we're going to find you next or anything special projects you have coming up that people might want to tune into. Ah, uh, thanks. Yeah, I just have a few circles, development circles that I'm starting. People join me online, and I teach them, and I work with them, and been working on um, a couple potential TV projects, which I think will be really exciting. So, but really, mostly it's about just being passionate about connecting to people. I, I really do love my one-on-one -on -one sessions. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like, you know, being able to connect to someone's loved ones, it's like such an honor to, to that they mm -hmm. share themselves with me. And it really is a way to help people. So it makes me feel really good. I do feel like spirit is kind of starting to give me an inkling for another book. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> ah, you're like, no more work. No, please. A lot of work, huh? um, yeah. But, you know, it is a lot of work, but also rewarding as well, certainly. So. There's a few things in the works uh, that are coming out, but I'm just really excited to kind of do what I love. And I feel like just for any of your listeners, Sonny, like I can't recommend enough, like go outside your comfort zone, you know, yeah. don't be so comfortable in your life that you stop taking chances. And I don't care if it's your relationship, your finances, your career, you know, even if, even if you're making great money, 
but yet you're not happy, you got to do something else. You have to do something that fills your soul. It's, mm -hmm. You know, this experience is way too short. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And you don't start realizing that. Like, I'm going to be 40 this year and I'm thinking, oh, they were right the whole time. Life is short. And now yeah. you look, like, you know, you're at the halfway point or God willing at the halfway point or not even. Yeah. It's like, it is. It's so true. And there, there, there's nothing like raising other humans or being around children I, just to like amplify that perspective and just show you how quickly it all just flies by. And I always say inside, I'm still 19. Like, yeah, you know, I'm I like know, young, I, know. I got my whole life ahead of me. And yeah. then I'm like, whoa, totally not in real yeah. life. Yeah, in real life. But, you know, do do what you love. And I, I really yeah. do feel like it's extremely important. And not to keep putting it off. We put things off too long, too frequently. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's so true. With relationships yeah. and work stuff. Um, Colby, this has been such a pleasure. Is there anything else you want to add before we go or tell us where we can find you on Instagram? You can tell us, I don't know, any messages finally that are coming through yeah. as a collective thing. Give us the dirt. I just feel like uh, one last thing is just to, to let you know that your uncle is with the grandparents and that, you know, he wants everyone to know that he is okay. Um, I feel like either he has a wife or a partner to me, it feels like, you know, he wants to tell them how much he loves them. And that, um, I feel like I almost see when my hands do this, it makes me feel like somebody was holding his hand as he passed. So he wants to let them know that, cause I feel like maybe he wasn't aware. Um, and he wants to let them know, he know that knows that they were holding his hand, and just to let them know that they're okay. And your grandpa just keeps saying, chin up, Sonny, chin up. <laughs> you know what his, you know what his saying was in life? What? Why worry? So you, you said that, See? you said that earlier. He said something yep. like, you know, well, why worry about it? And that was his motto that he lived by. So, yep. so there oh, you go. To that. So, cool. Be yeah. so, so grateful for your time. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Also really quick for any of your listeners, subscribers, if they do book a session and use code talk capital talk 10, they'll get 10% off. So, Oh, awesome. Okay. I'll put yeah. that on Instagram too, so that we can, um, blow that up for you and get that out there. That's yeah. amazing. So you do one-on-one. -on -one. So if people want to like talk about their relationships, their work stuff, whatever, connect with anything. their loved ones, all of that. Yep. Perfect. Absolutely. Awesome. Yes. Oh, Colby. Thank you so, so much. Absolutely, Sunny. And thank you and have a wonderful vacation. And thank, thank you again you. for uh, this opportunity and this time to talk with you. Thank you. Have a great one. Right. Thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of We Gotta Talk. If you don't mind, I would love if you could leave a rating and review. Those help this show to get out to people who might find it useful or entertaining. I'm so grateful for your support. Please follow on Instagram at Sunny Abada or check out our latest blog post at wegotatalk.com slash blog. See you next time.